welcome, 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 welcome back to another episode of We Are These Guys Now. My name is Kenneth. You can follow me at underscore Mr. Dot Clark. And my name is Ben, and you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and all of the socials at BenMueller915. You can also follow the We Are These Guys Now Instagram page at We Are These Guys Now. I'm babe. Each week we'll post updates to the most recent episode, content. Feel free to share any perspective in the comments or in the DMs. Any questions, concerns, if we were just dead wrong and you want to tell us us off. Scream at us. Cancel us. Yo, turn that caps lock on to see what you got. Please try to cancel us. Oh, I would love it. Oh my goodness. Can you imagine? press is good press, baby. I would love for someone to try and cancel us. Please cancel us. <laughs> Hashtag cancel we are these guys now. Like seven to <laughs> 17 episodes in. <laughs> They're like, no, it's, this podcast has too much influence. It's influencing our children too much. Yep. All I think, I think our average listeners is like 39. Max 83 listens for our very first episode. It's like, yeah, they're influencing way too many people. Shut Some pretty dangerous down. ideas flowing around here on the We Are These Guys Now platform. Real no dangerous. <laughs> Some real dangerous self-help stuff. You know, heaven forbid you want to get better, connect with people more, oh, stimulate man. good parts of your brain. We don't want that. Ben, that's terrifying. I they know. should lock us up for the honey roast alone. Oh, <laughs> Easy there, like, dude. We we said good things about people. Yo. We told them that they're amazing. Yep. Ugh. And we and we didn't even post about it on Twitter. Cuff us. Cuff us now. Not in the good way. <laughs> I know it's cuffing season, but this is not the kind of cuffs we're the talking row is, about. No, I'm talking max penitentiary. In with rapists and murderers. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be next to Jeffrey Dahmer's ghost. That's how bad we've been. Us I'm going to escape just like him, but us, like, put me back. Us and Ghislaine Maxwell bunking it together. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up, dude. I have some questions to ask. Sign me up. And then we'll just be doing the podcast for the people on the yard while yeah. we work out and avoid getting shanked. Honestly, the next episode, where are these guys now? Is inside Maximum Security Prison in New York City where Ghislaine Maxwell is being held, and we're going to interview her and just put it out there to, to like 40 people. <laughs> she just leaks it all. <sighs> we get an inside scoop. Can you imagine how quick our, like, our, our podcast would just blow up if we got something like that? It would blow up, but then tinfoil hat here, it would go away. It would just disappear. Yeah, yeah, like like Spotify would wipe it. Like Spotify censored Joe Rogan's episode with Alex Jones this week for a few days. Ooh. It came out, and I tried to play it, and it was playing, and then it wouldn't play for a couple days, and it just started playing again. So they wow. did, and, and everything else on Spotify was working. All his other episodes, all my music was working. A lot of people were posting on Twitter saying, like, it's not, they didn't take it down, but it was not playing. And I was like, scrubbing who it. do you think you are? This because it's obviously not the CEO of Spotify doing that. It's Mm-mm. some little snot nosed punk sitting in a cubicle in San Francisco, thinking that they're saving the fucking world by muting this episode of Joe Rogan, even though the person who is employing them, paying their bills, just signed a hundred million dollar contract with this mm-hmm. man, who in return is essentially paying this person's wage again this goes back to the lack of awareness but when that shit got banned whatever your thoughts are on rogan and 
Alex Jones, who's like insane, and I guess Tim Dillon was on there too. Um, whatever your thoughts are, that's fine. But like, if you are for like shutting down that podcast forever or deplatforming, probably not going to get along. No, the the random sense, the random unwarranted censorship yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. And, and, and I listened to the podcast. It's not like they were saying anything crazy that would warrant even like a, a reaction of like un- unrest i mean they were just obviously it was alex jones so it was pretty kooky but i mean yeah at the end of the day you know give the people the information let them do with it what they want mm-hmm. it's just it, or especially if you're not setting these guidelines and protocol beforehand and you're just stopping people from hearing it like what what are you like, what are you doing they if they didn't break any rules they didn't break any laws Put the information out there. And, and so here's my thing. So I pay for Spotify. And I would pay regardless. But now he's exclusive on there and there's no ads and it's dope. Mm. And I listen to Rogan. And I pay money to listen to him. Yeah. Do you know what? If you don't like him and you don't like what Alex Jones is saying, either two things. If you really want to, cancel your Spotify subscription, I guess. Or there's trillions of other options on that platform, like we are these guys now. Hmm. (laughs) There's a little shameless plug. Shameless plug-in. That was, I actually, I started, you know, five minutes ago with that plug in mind, and that was a really roundabout way to get to it. Heck yeah. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Because we plan these out in advance. Never miss an opportunity, Kenny. Never. Nothing worse than a missed opportunity. Yeah. Well, even murder. today's topic. <laughs> What's today's topic, Kenny? Oof. <laughs> yeah, so today's topic is the uh, theory, I guess you could say, um, of incorporating an age cap in our society Mm. where applicable. So we already have an age minimum for a lot of things. You have to be a certain age to drive. You have to be a certain age to drink. You have to be a certain age to go to the army. You have to be a certain age to smoke, yada, yada, yada. All this stuff where you have to be at least this age where the government has decided you are now capable of making the decisions of making good enough decisions on your own to use this product in a safe manner that that is the that is the basis of creating an age minimum not everybody falls into that category but they've just decided that at this age you should be able to make the smart decisions and use this product according to the way it's supposed to be used the theory goes, if that's the case, if this is the case for those age minimums, there should be the opposite. There should be an age maximum because at a certain point, we can all agree, people are no longer able to effectively drive. They're just, they just got into a point in life where they are no longer, they should not be on the road. You know, they have to test more frequently than anybody else. You know, their eyesight always has to be checked, their hand-eye coordination, everything. They always have to be tested after a certain age to make sure to 
to ensure that they're you know able to be driven. Do they have to get to tested drive. though? Is that required? I know in the state of Arizona, like ours lasts for a long time, but post like you would have to retest. It's like every two years. Oh, I don't think it's like that in Wisconsin. Arizona laws that well, but I mean, I'm, I'm all for that because the, obviously there is cognitive decline when you hit a, a certain age. Like it's just part of getting old, and it's not ageist. It's not you know looking down on old people. It's just a fact of life. Just like how you shouldn't have twelve year olds driving a car because exactly. they're they can't make the proper decisions. Mm-hmm. You know they 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 can't understand the consequences of driving a car. They're not mature enough to make decisions in that rapid manner. On the alternative, how many times do you see an accident or a traffic jam or something happens or you're with an older person in the car and they're driving and it's like, ooh, I don't think you should be driving. And it's not like they're doing – and they're not doing it on purpose. It's just mm-hmm. like they're just cognitively – they just can't do it anymore. They you know, they, uh, they develop bad habits and driving for so long they get super comfortable and then – you know, there's that cognitive decline coupled with that. It becomes dangerous, and so I guess like states like Arizona, I like that they require testing um, to make sure that they're being and, and it's a safety thing. That's all it is. It's yeah. a safety thing. It's to make sure that everybody's you know safety is taken as a, a priority. It's they placed their everyone's safety as the highest priority to make sure that in a situation. You know, if you are able to continue driving, then they let you just keep yeah, driving. Yeah, you pass the test you, and you're all good. You pass the test and I'm like, all it's right, not, cool. It's not an age cap like no. where you hit 75 and I can't drive anymore. No, it's now proved to me that you can still drive. And then they do it and then they keep driving and nobody says anything about it. Just like when you're 16, you have to prove you can drive. Exactly. Just like when you hit 18, they don't like, like all, right, all right, go ahead. They will let you go off to war and and die without <laughs> doing anything. They will let you do that, but driving and um and and, and buying a beer. Uh-uh. And and even and even then, like all they're doing is checking for a date on your license to see if you've met the minimum qualifications, which is exactly what this theory is. You know, when it comes down to it, if we have an age minimum on something for example running for president mm-hmm. the minimum age 35. is 35 you have to be at least 35 to run for president mm-hmm. and i other... could not do it right now even if i wanted to yeah even even if you got all of the votes on the ballot wouldn't put would, me in the office you would not if if everyone wrote you in <laughs> like literally M- everyone Mueller, in the country Mueller clark 2024 you heard it here folks yep that, <laughs> that, that's if the country doesn't burn down before that Right, Mueller Clark, twenty twenty four. Nothing matters. Yeah. That that that's our that's our slogan. <laughs> if it hasn't burned down already, we're burning it down because nothing matters. That's our campaign slogan. Fuck. What is it? Keep America great now. Fuck that. No, nothing matters. <laughs> yep. Our slogan is nothing matters. We're gonna have hats. And then, like, our shirts are going to say nothing matters nothing on the matters. front. And on the back, it's going to say, burn it down, try again. Burn it down. Burn it down. <laughs> burn it down, try again. But, no, but, like, for real, like, you have to be at least 35 to run for president. But have we considered, seriously, have we seriously considered the concept of not just the president, but in all of these political positions in the entire political realm? Very important jobs. These are very important jobs that have impacts on people for generations of time. And we are allowing 
any and everybody, people who might not be able to drive. Nope. I would, dude. I wouldn't trust Trump behind the wheel of a car. Are you kidding me? Same with Sleepy Joe. Right? Like, n- neither of these people. Sleepy Joe and hasn't Joe driven, hasn't driven in, years. in years. There's people who are older than them who are sitting in other political positions, and you're just looking at it like, yeah, you, you can't drive, 70s, but man. like you can't drive, but you're making decisions that it's going to affect me for decades to come. You probably won't live that long. These guys like, are both older than one set of my grandparents. That's yes. insane. We we are watching a, a, a an election where both people are probably only going to be in office for like two years, and natural causes is going to prompt like us to have either. Harris or Pence. Oh, it's it's Harris twenty twenty. That's that's the slogan. Like, and honestly, like they're gonna they might. My prediction is Biden would die before, but like Trump, if he gets reelected, he's got four more years, and the minute he's out of office the second time, like he's done because they're gonna keep him all hopped up on he's whatever he's up on. Treatment. Oh, he's getting hopped up on. He's getting the Hitler treatment, dude. Like you know, Hitler was all hopped up on a bunch of drugs during his during his time. Like Rockefeller cocaine. had six different hearts before he died. Dude, same thing. Nuts. Yeah, it's going to be one of those things, but the minute he's out, he's going to kick it. So right when he hits, really, he's like 76, 77 now. Right when he hits 80, dude, he's done. There's no way. Yeah. It, and that, and that's, you know, that, that's the whole point of the theory. It's why are these people making decisions that they, one, won't see the impacts of? No, does not. You want to talk about doesn't matter? Actually. Yeah, like, <laughs> does actually not matter, doesn't matter. will be matter. dead. It actually doesn't matter because, like. It matters when, to us. Not yeah, <laughs> It matters to me, but I can't even run for president. No, I can't even be added onto the ballot as a serious candidate. Like they would literally, if every person in the country voted for you and me to be president and vice president, and then like they both voted for themselves, and then like Trump just had like more family members who were eligible to vote, Trump would become president. And everyone else's vote would have been for nothing because yep. they voted for an ineligible, an ineligible candidate. Yeah, we well, we wouldn't even get on the ballot. We'd have to be like written in, kind of like yeah, it'd be a right How yeah. many how many votes do you think Kanye is going to get? Side note, least a hundred thousand. Oh, easy, dude. I think he's going to. I was thinking half a million. Oh man, I don't know. Harambe got like six hundred k, but Harambe went viral just mm-hmm. just at the time where everyone was like voting. I don't think Kanye actually made it onto enough ballots. No, people are just writing him people. in. Well, yeah, no, no, no. I, I definitely think that people are going to write him in. But I'm saying like, I, it, it, it wasn't as big. Like Harambe was huge. Harambe went viral, and everybody was like, "Oh yes, vote for Harambe." I don't think Kanye got like Harambe big, so I don't think it's gonna break half a mil. So you want the over on half a mil? I got the under. Yep. Bet five bucks. All right, there it is. Moved on. Here to your folks. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's pretty nuts. So we should definitely have, if you're going to have an age minimum on something like that, you should have an age cap. And my opinion on this is that it should be no more than three decades after the age minimum in this well, case. Yeah. Well, I was actually having a discussion about this. Um, at a place called Hot Noodles or Hot Noodles Cold Sake here in Scottsdale. Shout out to Josh. Mm, um, 
uh, at Hot Noodles Cold Sock. He's the owner. And this came up because I think you would text me like that day about this idea. And uh-huh. so I brought it up at lunch and he was talking about And he said it should be based off the of life expectancy. Like whatever the average life expectancy is like for um, – whatever it is in 2020 which i'm not exactly sure what it is mm-hmm. um you take that like minus like 10 15 years because like you, you said these guys are making decisions off of stuff that is not going to infect like uh, impact them so it's multiple fold so you got them making decisions on stuff that they're not even gonna be alive to um experience so they're probably going to do to take the course of action that's going to benefit them now compared to mm-hmm. the future and yeah. then and then secondly so we are we're coming to a point right now where we have these companies that have been um, kind of bolstered by the pandemic. They're huge before, but like now the way the world is, like are absolute giants. The biggest companies the world have ever seen that has the most influence the world has ever seen. I'm talking about tech companies, and so mm-hmm. you have you're getting to a point right now where you have these just unbelievably powerful companies, an unprecedented time. Not only in what, what what's happening in the country, but with these companies, coupled with people making decisions who don't know how Facebook works. Uh-huh. No offense to like the uh-huh. older generation; it's not against them. They weren't they weren't raised with this being around, so they're not as apt to know about it. No. Um, and again, it's not like like oh, people are dumb. No, it's just they weren't exposed to it, and it t- takes longer for them to learn these things. Um, yeah. And that's it's different totally if you fine. Grew up with it, and so but we're. we're relying on these older people to eventually we're gonna have to put some sort of checks and balances into these companies because they're getting so large and so powerful and they have so much influence that something on an on an institutional governmental level needs to be done and you got two dudes who one dude just figured out how twitter worked and is going ape shit the second guy i don't even think he knows what twitter is and somebody's tweeting for him so what are we doing? Yeah, and I just looked it up. The average life expectancy right now is seventy two point six years. <laughs> they're both older. Yes. So yeah. So ten. Yeah. You see, so take they're ten years off that. So the age cap for president should be like sixty two, sixty three. Yeah, and so and you know, I guess there's, it, there's the thirty it, it, year it age. It just range. happens to. I was about to say yeah, it just happens to fit in, you know, my concept of just three decades, three decades out from. The age minimum should be the age max only because if you are anywhere between that, you are going to face it for at least a decade. Mm-hmm. You will face you will face the ramifications of whatever your decision is for at least a decade. So all this talk about, you know, my my biggest concern right now is hearing people talk so hard against working toward electric and less oil dependency like people are really talking against it like no 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 we have to keep these oil companies up you know that that's the basis of america like you're gonna make people lose their jobs like yeah but you've never heard about you know retraining you've never you know taught somebody to just do something else because i assure you that as they started changing the process of how cars are built, that people just had to learn new information and had to evolve and get to this point in life. Mm -hmm. What you're saying is we can't do that because it's this specific industry. That's not good. And that is going to show ramifications in the next like 10 years. I think the, 
I agree um, to an extent. The, the problem is is that um, the government and the people that want to whatever get rid of fracking and, and all these other things, they are going about it the wrong way. They want to ban a certain industry instead of propping up another. So what you what my solution would be is let the market decide. So what you do is you then give, and, and, and with a little bit of governmental push because they know it's better for the people. So what you do is you give, because like oil companies get crazy tax breaks right now. What you do is you give those same tax breaks to um, like renewable energy, like solar, which in some cases they're doing, but even more. So what you do is you prop up these industries that you want to see instead of diminishing another one. And then you let the market decide you let people go from the oil industry to this. Cause if you ban, like if you, if you just come in and be like, yeah, you can't do this anymore, then dude, you're taking away somebody's livelihood instead of giving them another al- alternative. We, it, it, you gotta go about it a different way. In my opinion, you can't ban something and say that because yes, obviously like there's problems with oil. And another problem is that we just became oil, uh, uh, independent like a few years ago because of fracking. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not reliant on countries that we routinely bomb and have uh, conflicts with for their oil. So there's that too. And so that's why you really don't want to ban it because we just worked really hard to get out of that. So what you want to do is you want to prop up other industries and they both can kind of flourish. And then eventually the consumer will decide that this is the way that we want to go because it's the same price, if that makes sense. Because you ban the other one, the consumer's going to be pissed because the price point isn't going to go down for electric solar alternatives. It's gonna, their costs stay the same. You just can't – arguably could go up because these oil companies are either going to have to pay more because everything's kind of surrounded by oil right now. So you want to – instead of taking one down, you want to prop the other one up and they can both kind of flourish together until one takes over. I think that's a more seamless transition because mm-hmm. I'm all for renewables. Um, but I'm also for the U.S. being oil dependent because that oil also causes problems. So let's take a one, one step – or oil independent, one step at a time to this, this you know green utopia – and by That's banning fair. one is not the way to do it. So what if instead of banning, you just take the ginormous tax breaks from oil and give them to renewable energy? It's essentially the same banning and doing that because then they're just gonna they're just gonna pass that off onto their employees and either cut wages, cut jobs, yeah. etc. Because their their profit margins need to stay the same, and it's not going to. But that's gonna be the way they're gonna do it. Um, yeah. So that's why I said you need to bolster it. And make them for the consumer. Start from the ground up. And make it relatively the same for the consumer. Let the consumer choose, and then go from there. Because if you take away those tax cuts and give it to the other um, one, you're going to have. And I'm also thinking from like a realistic perspective, you're going to have an mm-hmm. unbelievable amount of pushback because that is a huge industry with a lot of jobs yes, that will is. vote you out of office strictly because of that. And yes. so you got to look at it kind of from a like a, a political sphere too. Yes, that would make sense, but you're going to face. I'm thinking from like a marketing perspective, which both parties, which we mentioned before, have a serious problem with right now. Mm. You take that and you just give more. You give the same ones to the, or 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 arguably more because again, I'm not a huge fan of taxes. Um, to the to the um, solar companies and, and 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 prop them up and then it creates jobs and by creating jobs actually creates more tax revenue and uh round and round we go but yeah i mean you could that that's one way to do it, but you're just going to face more pushback and then you know what happens nothing changes and the oil companies stay the same well well i mean because the one the one thing that i was thinking about because your solution is to build competition between the two 
and then just like you said allow the consumers to choose which one and they, they both get better want. so maybe we get cleaner oil like they get better solar gets better yeah. you know it's this every everything's flourishing and, and getting better yeah and the ideal competition is going to build multiple great products and then people will choose, choose which one they, they want. want to work with um another thing that you said though was that because we know that renewables would be better you know it would make sense to give the advantage to the renewables so that, that's why I was saying, you know, instead of having both of these, well, one one already established giant industry already having these tax cuts and then, you know, give those same like giant tax cuts to a growing, you know, very, you know, it is a growing business that we would hope would eventually become as large. You now have these two giant I think you risk just creating another problem where like oil industries start, you know, air quotes getting into these renewables only for the large tax cuts. And so I don't know, I'm I'm just saying it it would almost make more sense to somehow hinder the oil companies and you know, and bank on building these renewables. Not like, you know, destructively where, I mean, you are going to lose jobs regardless as we start moving into this new realm of energy. Yeah, but you and should create to, some. Yes. Oh, no, definitely. That, and that's what I mean by investing into the renewables heavily, but by taking some away from the already established giant oil. Would it suck? Yes, I completely agree. I just don't, I don't know. I, I don't... I don't think allowing the consumer to make a decision is going to, because a lot, you're still going to have those people who like, Oh, I've been working in the oil industry for generations. And my grandfather worked here. My grand, my, my father worked here. Now I work here. Those like generational workers who have been in the same industry. It's not like we're even moving away from it at that point. We're just building another one and hoping that everyone chooses the right one. And they won't, but my thought was, is so, like, you, you going back to your point about the uh, oil companies getting into renewables for the tax cuts, so they will, they will do that, the, 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 the thing is, is that then you let the consumer, slowly the, de- slowly the demand for oil will, will shrink, and won't ever go away, because, dude, everything that we use has oil in it. Like, a massive amount of the oil that's used isn't just for gasoline and, and, yeah. and, and energy. So, of like, course. it's always going to be there. So, honestly, we you end up in the same place of slowly the demand for oil will start to shrink and BP and Exxon and these other companies will go more into the renewable space and for the tax cuts, and you get to the same place. It doesn't matter what companies are doing it. You don't need new companies to do it. If is if we get to the same point that's better for the environment and this, that, and the other, I don't give a shit if Exxon's doing it or BP's doing it as long as we get to the, I'm looking from the end game, working back from the consumer. Hmm. And looking yeah. forward, I don't, I, don't, I don't really care who's doing it. Because um, eventually, like, uh, uh, Kodak's a good example. So this is what the oil companies won't do. So Kodak, like, 
created one of the first digital cameras and then really mm -hmm. didn't push it because they had all this film to sell. They have to sell yeah. all this film. Well, they lost out. They didn't push their digital camera. And now Kodak's like bank bankrupt years ago. Yeah. Exxon and all these other companies, if they can't sell their oil because people want whatever the well, whatever product it is because it's the same price and better, um, they have all this oil. If they keep pushing oil, they'll go out of business. You can't let the government bail them out. <laughs> but you get to the same place. Do they go out of yeah. business or they adapt? It's the two options they'll have. So they might adapt or they'll go out of business. That's up to them. Yeah, well, I mean, you're you're saying that as, you know, as the renewables would be an actual better option. What I'm, because what, what it would be is just another option. It's not, I mean, I guess that's, I guess that's where I'm having a hard time understanding why would, why we would allow them to compete. Not, not to say like, just to cut them off completely, but I would take some of the like in order to create more benefit of going green and like creating more renewable energies i would take some of the benefits of you know being more fuel efficient and or you know whatever you know the you know, whatever the tax cuts that are incorporated in you know being in oil i would literally take from them in order to create more benefit on the other end would it cause yeah. some issues yes but I don't want to leave it to chance for anybody to look at it and be like, oh, well, now we've got all these products I can choose. I could have an electric car or I could have this 2023 Mustang. You know, I'm saying like, I'm, I'm literally saying like, like hurt, hurt their pockets now. Don't wait until consumerism kicks in later to possibly maybe do it. That also, Make, yeah. That also have them see the benefit of okay. Well, if they move the tax break over here, let's just start doing business over there, just like Blockbuster. Blockbuster was selling, you know, DVDs and was renting out DVDs and stuff in their store, and then you know Redbox started doing all their stuff, and <laughs> they, and Blockbuster was like, mm, no, people still want to come to a store. Nobody wants to come to a store anymore. Blockbuster doesn't exist. They're not even around, and so you know, you effectively created the benefit somewhere else where, you know, yeah, that, I wasn't receive through, that wasn't through tax breaks. That was through a better product. That wasn't through the government doing, I guess. But I, no, I, it was, I, the, it was the same product, different delivery. Right. But that's what I'm saying is that it was, it, it's still a, a better system. Like it's a better system, which wasn't created by government intervention. Well, the other thing is you have a lawsuit written all over it. If you specifically target specific companies that could technically be like, Hey, we could get in the, put more into the renewable space, but you're targeting our company specifically given what we're doing. That has a lawsuit written all over it. If you give tax breaks to both, and like, let's say you impose like a like an I guess we have an excise tax. You could do that on the oil. You couldn't do companies. That's, oh no, definitely no, 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 no. You could not go after companies. specific companies. No, you'd have to. You'd have to because well, because you're saying you want to take. But you said that you want to you want to take the tax cuts from the oil companies and give them to the renewables. That's what I'm saying. All you can do is either like like raise taxes on a specific product or lower taxes on another specific product or another like industry. You can't like take it and like give it to the other because that is lawsuit written all over it. Oh no, definitely. That that's that's more of what I meant. I meant decrease 
like decrease like, whatever uh, benefit more, there is surrounding renewable more than like what the oil is getting right now. Yes. Yeah, I'm so all I'm all for that. Yeah. So increase give it a the benefit. Give it, give, give it a little, yeah. Give it a little yeah. extra nudge. Yeah. Act, like actually increase the benefits of being in the realm of renewables. Yeah. And and on top of that, decrease the benefit of being in the oil industry. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. So raise the taxes on you know this portion of doing business, whatever whatever possible way it is. Not the specific companies, just to emphasize the fact that hey, we want to move in a direction that is not dependent on oil as a whole. Not making America oil independent. No, we want to move away from oil as a whole. So here's where all the benefits lie. You can come over here if you would like. Otherwise, this is how much it's going to cost to do this business from now on. Is it going to hurt you know, some people in their industries and how they choose to react to that information? Yes. But is it also going to open up just as many new opportunities and jobs? 100%. I think the implementation would be important too because how you implement those, like you'd have to give them like a buffer to then adapt and then start taxing because if you do it right away, also lawsuit. Like if you're like, like you know, whatever, next month, tax like <laughs> executive order right now it have to be like a, a year's process to because we one you want to maintain jobs and so if you allow these you give these companies 12 18 24 months lead time to adapt mm-hmm. and you know move people around and this that or you know like i said kodak they might die um and that's uh, that's what we do in a capitalist society maybe i don't know yeah. um the implementation i think would be as important as like the actual tax breaks themselves. Can you imagine if there was just as many charging stations as there are gas stations? Yeah, it probably like, would be if Elon would stop fucking around with the neural implant thing that he's trying to put in all of our skulls. Yeah, Elon. Elon's on a different plane. I I need more businesses to get into this seriously. <laughs> it's like to make more viable options and to be just as serious. Yeah, I don't about think we it. can put it all on him. No, 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 he's no, no. got a lot going on. He's got a lot. On There's his 330 plate. million of us. We're all just kind of like waiting for this guy. <laughs> this one guy to just like figure it out. It's like, eh, look yeah, at this guy. No, do it. If we if if we saw just as many charging stations as we see gas stations, things would be ridiculous. The problem it, is, is that like it's hot. And then you got to go. How's the electricity made? So like the amount of electricity that that would take. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's not just that. It's a lot of it's a lot of steps. Oh yeah, it's no, it's, it's no of... magical moment that's going to happen. But you know, in a perfect world where we are moving in that direction, where I where I sorry, in my world where I would hope that we're moving in that direction, I hear a lot of people speaking poorly about it. Where it's yeah, just well, I like, think they're they're just worried about the government and implementation, like. I said, then coming in and banning it. Like, that's yeah. not good. I don't, one, I don't like that because that's not the government's job. I think we've, we're kind of losing what the government's job was. The, job, the government's job is not to keep us safe from a virus. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that that is not our, that's not their, that's not their purpose um, at all. Well, the federal government, no. No. I would say any, man. I mean, I'm a, I'm a pretty, small government guy i think it's it's a whole diffusion of responsibility but like it's not the government's job to like hand select businesses again we want to prop up the renewables like you said that's different because that's like a that's like a better for the society which is like 
whatever that is the government's but like for them to come and be like no not this business you can't do it like you know uh, that's that's not good well yeah you definitely can't pick on a specific business but a way of doing things it's you know i i do think well one america's huge america's way too big for its own good dude we're a we're a different beast you you compare us like other countries and stuff like it's we're not, not it. No. It, it's ridiculous. America's one way too big for its own good. So no, it's definitely not the federal government's job. It's all moved to Montana. It's, I, I truly do believe that a lot of this reg- should happen regardless of who becomes the president. And, they, and That it should yeah. be a state. Like I, I would require this of my own state government to say, hey, we as a state are going to start moving in this direction. So we are going to start, you know, giving tax breaks to people who get into renewable energies, you know, in order to set up more charging stations, in order to do this, in order to do that, you know, whatever it takes, I put that on the state. So like virus protection, I put that, like virus prevention or handling, I put that on the state. Like all of this stuff, that goes on the state. People look at the federal government and think that they're supposed to be this like magical source of information you should really you be looking at your state rep. million people, dude. Yes. You That's should be looking insane. at your state We're pointing to one guy. It's like him. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. It, it's, America's way too big for stuff like that. You should be looking at your state rep and complaining to them and then talking about, you know, are they, three, are they between three decades of the minimum age in order to be a state rep? To go full circle on this, Kenny, so we're going back to renewables and you got all these old people who they're not going to be alive to see the impacts. So they're why nice. would they make any difference on stuff like this, on police reform, on any sort of thing benefiting the population, specifically the younger population, us? Mm-hmm. They they have no vested interest, man. They, they're they worried about right here and right now and what's going to benefit them and their family. And honestly, like, you can't blame them that much because they're in their mid-70s, 80s. Oh, yeah. Like, they're old as shit. And if we're being honest, anybody in any position of power is going to want to do the thing that is best for them and those they're closest to. And that's the fault the in big government. And a lot of people don't realize that because they're like, yes. people are super, like pissed about trump not paying taxes and it's like he didn't do anything illegal like when no. we're, we're, we're super pissed show your tax forms like show this like or show your tax returns like you didn't pay any taxes you're shitty instead of looking at the bigger issue that hey this is like a, a fault in our system on top yes. of that people want more taxes and this and that to go into a system which is basically just taking one money one pile of currency giving it to another group who again like you just said are in power and are going to protect themselves and their families and their loved ones and their friends first and that is where people the government is not this omniscient being that's looking out for me you look at like all the political ads and shit you think oh like mark kelly's my best friend joe biden's my best friend he's always looking out for me like he's looking out for me because he's doing this no no he's a human and and it's all humans in washington at your state capitol everywhere that's just humans and they're going to check their you you can say well if i was in that position maybe good for you a lot of these people quarterback yeah yeah but say i'm yeah i'm sure you would have won the state championship too if you went to hurt your knee your junior year it's like yeah 
I'm 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 sure you would do great if you were in that position. But you don't know. You're not in that position, and you have to take that as a grain of salt. It's not. Uh, it's a system that we set up with humans. That's it. It's all it mm-hmm. is. It's yeah. not a. It's not an omniscient being. Oh, and so it's never going to be perfect. It's our job to keep working. You know, to try and get to as close as our own image of perfect and what that is ever changing as our society moves it's forward and evolves. Yeah. But never. like at the end of the day, we just like you said, 330 million people. And you think that by putting this one person in office, that anything about your current reality is going to substantially change. Not a chance. Probably not. Hey, Probably not. If it, he presses the football, you know, spikes that thing, Maybe. Maybe, but at the end of the day, odds are he's not going to be dropping nukes on anybody, and no. so nothing's going to change immediately by putting this person into office. No, you got to focus sh- local, man. Exactly. We've lost, so, t- we've lost touch with that, and that got, so I voted this week, and I went and I voted, and I basically just voted for like the local stuff. Like, yeah, that was what was important to me, specifically like the propositions. Like, that's what's going to impact my day to day life. Yes, if, if the one seventy year old dude gets in there compared to this other seventy year old dude, the only thing that's going to directly impact my life is the people that are around me. Again, local, their response to it. Like, if people decide to burn down the city of Scottsdale mm-hmm. because, like, Joe Biden isn't doing that, it's the people who are burning down my house. Yes, it's, it's people a, who are frustrated. That's what's going to impact their your life. candidate. Didn't win. Oh, are my, you kidding yeah, me? My, my team. Fuck your team. Yeah, hey, bro. Like you, you played your part. You can now complain for the next four years about anything that this person does because you voted for somebody yep. else, which is perfectly fine. You, you have that right. That that is your God-given right because you voted. And so now you get to complain if your candidate didn't yep. win. And is it the best use of your time? Who Probably knows? not. Probably not. But probably again, not. that is also, is your, going, it's also the, your God-given right to waste your fucking time. The stress is probably going to take your 71-year-old heart, grab it in a fist, and you know shove it down your urethra. But like at the end of the day, you, know, you, can, you can complain if you want. But... Yeah, what what you just, what you said earlier this this one guy is not going to change anything. It's the people in your immediate area, and their response to different events. You know the mask mandates that have been going from town to town. They change for each city. You know different restaurants how they handle things. You know if you are actually concerned about how your life is being lived. You should not be looking at who's sitting in Washington right now. You should be looking at who is sitting on your local branches of government. Mm-hmm. Attorney generals, uh, what should we call it, right, state representatives, you know, shoot, you're, you're a mayor. Like, like, yeah. Like, like, look at these people. See? What are the propositions on the ballot? What do they what mean? Are the, what are the propositions on the ballot? What kind of taxes battle? are going to be imposed? What, yes. You know, uh, marijuana's on the ballot here in, Phoenix, or in Arizona this year. Um, Prop 208. Uh, uh, was it? Uh, that was increased taxes on people who make, make 400000 Yep. And so it's just like, but these are the things. These are the things that you look at and decide if they really matter to you. Yeah, you and 
please, by all means, don't let other people decide if it matters to you. Because I promise you that the people who make $400,000 are spending a lot of their money to try and convince you that you should not be raising their taxes. But if you don't make $400,000, I assure you, your life will not change. <laughs> it could. That's the thing, though. Because, so, you have all these people fleeing California and New York and Oregon mm-hmm. and Washington coming here for that tax. I mean, yeah, like, they're spending a lot of that 400000 on that. But also, you know, what they're doing is they're coming here and creating jobs. And so... Potentially. Potentially, if not... <laughs> yeah. Like that, by taxing them isn't going to create any more jobs. It might. No, no. Especially, yeah. especially with Arizona's mismanagement of education. If Arizona had a good educational system, and they were like, "Hey, we want to make it better," because this has been on the ballot multiple times. I was actually talking to my like coworker Bridget about this, and like, mm-hmm. um, I see the benefit of like doing like you're saying, like, yeah, like if you don't make four hundred thousand, more than likely it's not going to impact you. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I totally agree. Um, but like where it's going, Arizona has mismanaged educational funds for decades. Yep. Kind of struggles. And that's the whole thing with this is like, where's the money going? Is, is it going to teachers? Is it specifically going to teachers and would essentially create more jobs? I'm all for it. Is it going to administrative? So like principals can get bumps. Cause then you're just taking somebody who's making 400,000, more than $400,000 a year and giving somebody who's making $200,000 a year and getting them a little bit more, you know, I'm all all for the creation of jobs. And so it's tough. Like, you, you know, those are things you have to weigh out. Like when you're going to, 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 to vote, like, and that's though that will impact your life. Mm. Like that'll impact like your kid's life. If let's say that, you know, it is going to go pay teachers and, um, and this and that, and also, um, you know, the, the economic, uh, prosperity that is, you know, Arizona kids, right your now. Your future employees. Yeah. It's this, it's the, you know, those are the things that are actually going to matter to senile dudes that are screaming at each other on a debate stage. Not going to change much. Not as much. Not as much. You know, they'll do some stuff, you know, like, like Trump has a pretty solid resume for like the, th- like different policies that he's enacted. Yeah. And, different things that he is endorsing and working towards. Yeah, yeah. Pat passed more gun control law than laws than Obama. Like the the guy did his job. Like nobody and can say otherwise. Didn't build a wall. No, he did not fulfill all of his promises, but <laughs> he, he did, did his job. He did things. I mean, <laughs> like, at the end of the day, if I go to a baker like and ask them to make me a cake and they give me a cake, he did his job. He might have told me that he was going to frost it, and he didn't. But I got a cake. I I got what I paid for, pretty much. As long as it didn't charge me extra for, like, not frosting it. But, you know, all that to say, these guys aren't going to do much to impact your life directly. You should definitely be looking at the local stuff. And that was a great point about the mismanagement of money. Yep. It's a big thing to consider. Yeah. So Where was it do, going? I, do I give these people more money? you know, from this larger, you know, more wealthy group of people from their taxes? Do I do that? Because they What's haven't the been doing a great job with it. No, they've been kind of struggling. But and then you think then you think about, like, uh, whatchamacallit, the open borders for, uh, whatchamacallit, for um, uh, schooling, for public schools mm-hmm. that is now being introduced as people are able to go to whatever school they want that it's not based off of yeah, you know, school, area school's codes. choice or something something like some along those lines but choice. like but imagine so now what you're doing is you're creating more competition for the better students because 
you have schools, especially in Arizona, you have uh, what's pretty much like the big three or four, Hamilton, Chandler, Desert Vista, Mountain Point, um, when it comes to academics, sports, um, extracurricular. Isn't Saguaro in there too? Yeah, but Saguaro's D2. I don't really count D2 schools. Oh, I hope. <laughs> well, I'm talking about big three, like actual big three schools. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about you, Saguaro. You guys thought you could handle it, hang with Chandler, and you guys got stomped. That's what happened. D2 school. But, uh, <laughs> but. Okay. You, <laughs> but you give them. <laughs> You but you give them like you know the the <laughs> open borders and like opportunity to have anyone be able to go there. So now everyone has to step up their game mm-hmm. because the schools that used to have just like Desert Vista is in a very affluent area. Like every the like I, the, the medium the median amount of money being made in that area has to be high. Yeah. No. No. Tu- yeah. Tuki's got good incomes. Exactly. It's it's only nice. It's only nice areas. Only high quality. It's quiet. Very low crime rate. Like it is a great place to be, and to receive an education, which is why it's one of the top schools. You know, to get an education, you start you know tearing down borders, and people can go there like from, you know, Levine, no problem, or Maricopa, no problem, or, you know, upper parts of Scottsdale, and they drive down to come to Tempe five days a week. Shoot. Like, you know how many schools you have to pass to get down here? You have to pass, like, Tempe High and all these other schools. They now, they now, like, you want to talk about creating competition. They now have to become a better school in order to, you know, make sure that, you know, that they can stay open. So now, even if those funds are being mismanaged before, I can assure you schools are going to be like, no, 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 no. And they don't want to lose their jobs. (laughs) They don't want to lose their jobs. It was like, okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to pay our teachers this much so that we can get quality teachers in here. We're going to pay our coaches this much so we can get quality coaches. We're going to buy, you know, great equipment. We're going to have the most up-to-date textbooks because you are now in competition with every school in the state, private, charter, and public, because a kid can go anywhere. Right. And so, I mean, but just like you said, there's a lot to consider because is the money going to be mismanaged? Are they going to take advantage of this, like, new open borders for schools? Yeah, they might. What's going to happen if that happens? Yeah, I mean, it'd be a lot because the counterpoint to that is that they're going to go there regardless and, like, like, Desert Vista's just going to get more powerful and Chandler's going to get more powerful. Oh, they will. get more powerful. And, you know, what? they might regardless, you know. People already move there. Right, and so... You might as well put some incentive into, um, you know, the other schools that are struggling. Like, hey, like you really got to step up your game now because you're gonna lose your kids. Yep, like uh, like Cesar Chavez up in uh, Levine is not in a phenomenal area. They usually don't have the best athletics, and I don't know where they rank in academics, but I can't imagine that it's anywhere close. It's it's not it's not Desert Vista, it's not Mountain Point, it's not Hamilton, it's not Chandler, mm-hmm. it's not any of those schools, and so but they do have like a handful of stars. Every school has their best. Every school has their best athlete. Every school has their best acad- academic academic person. You know those people 
are now going to be getting sent over to these better schools for those opportunities to go. It doesn't matter how far they got to go, but now they don't have to buy an apartment in that area in order to go there. They can just drive. They can just go. They can just be a part mm-hmm. of a better program. And so somewhere like Cedar Chavez would start to crumble as they receive less and less students and they're just like, all right, we got we got to step up or we're not going to exist. Right. <laughs> and so then these high schools start turning into like like the ones in Japan where it's pretty much a community college. And you just have like a handful for like the entire region, which is nuts. And is also why they are able to have um, such high quality education. They have like a handful of high schools for entire regions of their country, like Japan and China. And they just go to this school for like it's like they have a they have combination like middle school high schools where you go there for like six seven years in a row but it's they they receive but because you only have a handful of them they're receiving all of the funding like you know the funding is split less you know all the best teachers are going to just a handful of these places It, it, it just increases quality of education it's, mm. it's more centralized. Interesting. So, so, I mean, you think about it, you're going to have the weak links falling off with this process. But Yeah. Yeah. We we have really gotten off on two different tangents for this episode. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> that went well. Oh, yeah, definitely. At the end of the day, I think we can both agree, though. If you're going to have an age minimum on something, especially if I can't drink before I can go to the military... Shout out the military-industrial military industrial uh, complex. Sheesh. Shout out. I, I can't buy a beer, but you're going to give me a gun and send me to war. <laughs> and you and you expect me to sit here and vote for somebody who is already over the average life expectancy yeah. to serve as the representative for this oversized country. doesn't make a lot of sense. No. No, it doesn't. But, you know, it's probably going to be, just like you said, probably going to be, it's, it's, it's a battle of the vice presidents. We'll see who ends up turning. Harris 2020. Yep, Harris 2020. <laughs> oh, jeez. <sighs> you have some pissed off people. Hey, this, 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 this will be this our, be our last, last episode, episode until election day. You're right. It is our last episode till Election Day. Well, we'll see you on the other side of the apocalypse, everybody. Oh, God, I hope we're still here. <laughs> if you don't hear from us, you know, it's been great. We weren't these guys before. We won't be anymore. Nope. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Best of luck. 